0: Welcome to Shay's Heart to Heart Podcast. This is a place where you will get an experience, not just advice. There's so many podcasters out there right now that's giving advice. But you have a story. We all have a story to tell. And whatever your story is, I hope that this is the podcast for you. This podcast will bring to light those things that's in the dark, about God about relationships about yourself and I really do hope that this podcast brings us to a place to want to live a higher more conscious more God like life I'm a family woman I have been separated divorced and I have some life experiences and I simply speak from my own experiences and from the experiences of others. I hope that this podcast enlightens and be a light in the darkness. Welcome to Shay's Heart to Heart. Greeting Shay's Heart fam. How are you doing today? I hope that today is peaceful. I hope that all is well. I want to encourage those that may or may not be in the head space of just knowing that it will all work out for your good. I have been tested and tried over and over again. I feel like I'm Job's sister. I really, really do. And I know that it's some people out there right now that need to know that you're gonna make it. That's the shade verse for today. That's the word that God has given me to to anyone else, listen to this. You're gonna make it. Keep on pressing. Pray until something happen. But that's the God verse. And the thing about the thing about pressing, I don't know if you ever heard of that terminology pressure bust pipes. But some some pipes don't bust. Some pipes are meant for certain pressure. And it's something by pressure, y'all something about that, but that's not the, that's, that's some of what, what I'll be speaking on today. Today I'll be speaking about quicksand. Now God gave me this, God gave me, God gave me this title or God told me to speak about quicksand. It had to be about maybe a week or two. No, no. I say two weeks ago. I kept saying quicksand. I'm like, okay, why why is this coming to me? Why is this coming to me? And little did I know that I would have to live it. Little did I know that I would have to physically live this message. So this message did not come cheap or for free. So... Before I get deep into what quicksand is, I want to let y'all know something. This ministry, this podcast, this whatever, whatever else God is calling to be, I'm grateful for it because it allows me to reach people all over. And you know something? Sometimes... God would do things in a way that would cause other things to collapse. And I don't know if you've ever seen something collapse or something this shatter. That's how I felt. And the thing about quicksand Is that quicksand is comprised of sand and water. Now the thing about quicksand is so so dangerous. Is that quicksand is it has voids and spaces in it. You don't know how deep it is, and if you ever get caught in, in quicksand, you're gonna literally think that you're dying. Now, personally I, I have never, I, have, I haven't personally, physically got stuck in physical quicksand. But I can tell you this much, I know what it feels like to be in quicksand. I know what it feels like to keep pressing. I know what it feels like to keep pushing. I know what it feels like to struggle. I know what it feels like to want to give up. I know what it feels like to be depressed. I know what it feels like, better yet, I know what it feels like to have depressive thoughts. Not be depressed, not speaking of my life, <laughs> but I know what it what, I know what it feels like to deal with suicidal thoughts and want to give up and and, and and just be completely hopeless with no hope at all, not even one percent not even not even zero point zero percent. I know how it feels, so as of like as of i believe last week, no no, not two weeks ago, I was evicted from my apartment. My daughters and I, we were out. God sent help through my ex husband through friends, through family, through neighbors. So went from there to two nights a staying in my church. And y'all, it was cold. It was cold, but I, they got they had a cot, and I had my water. Had you know, I can take a shower. Thank God for my, thank God for my church. Thank God for my the ministry I'm in. Uh, I mean, anyways, my ex-husband got the girls. so much happened. And going through that, I cried. I was like, okay, God, I'm in this I'm in this ministry by myself. Okay. And y'all, the most amazing thing happened. I felt I, I kept y'all look, I, I felt the presence of this angel. And I kept hearing, I kept hearing this angel sing, holy, 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 all throughout the halls. Holy, holy, holy. And like, no, like, and I'm thinking it was just me. But the second night, same thing. Now, God had put in a place where I can get a hotel. So I got a hotel for a couple of nights. Y'all, I'm in a hotel room. No lie. I kept. I kept hearing footsteps go back and forth, singing "Holy, holy, 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 holy," and I was like, "God, who is that?" And God allowed me to see that I was an angel, y'all. When God say I was an angels to protect you and guard, <laughs> to guard you and and y'all, God says so much by angels, but this. But that's that's the point of stuff right now. <laughs> but this same angel followed me to the hotel room. Follow us to the hotel room. We stayed there four nights. It was this weird guy next door was knocking on the door and trying to get at me, y'all. Beating on the uh, knocking on the door talking about he horny and all that. Y'all, craziest thing in the world. I was like, I don't feel safe. I need to be I need to go somewhere else. Y'all my cousin, uh, my cousin said, you can come stay with us. So I stayed with my cousin for a week. We go, I mean, the girls and I stayed with, uh, with my cousin for a week and I was just looking, looking, looking uh, for a, pl- a place to stay and, and get this, before being evicted, I was already looking for a place to stay. I had already put in applications at different uh, different apartments, for an apartment just being renovated. So I'm like, hey, you know, I'm homeless, with my daughter, I'm looking for a place. but. Long story short, they're still renovating to like January, December, January of this year. So I'm like, OK, I'm going to stay with my cousin. And I, just, I I I kept looking for different places, looking for a room, looking for something. And I called people back. All this. Uh, hey, do you accept children? You know, talking about the environment. You know, just asking as many questions as possible. Praying about it. And all the while, y'all, the week before the eviction, God had me to fast. Didn't know why. Just follow me on this. I'm like, okay, God, why you want me to fast? And then the Bible study was dealing with uh, dealing with fasting and God delivering you. That was the last Tuesday. So, y'all, this thing is so amazing. It makes it just makes me want to get up and shout and run throughout this house. So, anyways, I was coming to uh, visit this place that we're at now. It's a house. It's a it's a three bedroom house and it's a, they they're renting rooms, y'all. They just renovated this house. Three bedroom, big house, big backyard. Good neighborhood. I mean everything is just around the corner. This voila. Great price, all that. Y'all. The lady I explained to her my situation. I don't get paid to Friday. That's how you come and move in today. So I called I called I called my I called my my man, my, my guy. and called Jay and I was like, hey, well well he contacted me, I contacted him. It's been a lot going on between it, but he came and moved us in, and, you know, and and I just been we've been getting acclimated to all of this. Y'all, no one is here but me. I mean, the girls and I. So it's like a whole house, y'all. Okay? So God had to move me from all that craziness. So now we're living inside of a house. <laughs> A three big bedroom house. Now I'm saying all this to say that I understand. I've been through it. I had many hopeless nights where I just cried and cried and cried. And y'all, it it and this thing it it doesn't stop. My car started running hot like the day after the eviction. So I at the hotel. I was like, hey, Jay, can you take us to the store? And, you know, just, you know, because the car is running hot and stopping and shaking. And I can't, I couldn't even go five minutes down the street, y'all. So anyways, thank God for family and friends and everyone and neighbors and complete strangers. Just being there. It was even a pastor who gave me $200 for a couple nights at the hotel. At the hotel. Y'all, when I tell you, when I tell y'all God is able to provide, I don't want to cry on here, Ooh, quicksand. I may have never physically been in physical quicksand, but I know how, I know what it's like to experience something where it feels hopeless. And it happens all of a sudden. Because I had already been to court, i, I already putting up, already setting up a payment plan on my apartments, all that. So it's not like I couldn't. It was just I, you know, I, I just had to take care of some other bills and I was paying half on the rent. There's just a lot of stuff going on. And I just give God all the glory because even though I did, I did the best I could. Cause so I'm like, okay, I can pay this much, this much, but apparently, no pay, no payment plan for them. It's like pay it all, or you out. And the thing is, I was working to get my situation, my situation under control. Why am I saying this? I'm I, I'm saying this because stuff happens. And I was at work and my my friend and neighbor, she called me, hey they putting your stuff out. I left work just to get my stuff and just so they don't break my things and all that. Y'all, I tell y'all, that was so hard. And my daughters had to see it. But why am I saying all this? I'm saying this because I do know and I do and I understand. And, and let's get this. Just two weeks ago, God gave me quicksand. God gave me the title Quicksand. And I began looking up videos about quicksand. See, quicksand, it don't it doesn't it doesn't appear to be quicksand. It is a it appears to be sand, like just regular sand. And a lot of times, that's how life feels. And I was looking on these, I was just looking at different videos about how can you determine, well, how do you, well, how do you get out of quicksand is one of them. And the other one was, what is quicksand and, you know, how do you know something is quicksand? And a lot of times, if you ever been around sand, you have to test it out Cause, because it was somebody, they, they threw a rock or something. And the rocks sunk. So you have to be careful because quicksand is all over the world. And people sometimes don't get out. You're blessed if you get out of quicksand. It's like, it's probably worse than being stuck in tar. Now, here's a couple things that I got from the research of being in a physical quicksand. Or, or getting out of physical quicksand. The first thing that was spoken about was the first point is stop struggling. The more you struggle, the more you sink. People that got stuck in a quicksand, the more they move, the more they struggle, the quicker they sunk. I just did a segment called Keep Swimming. And this one could be a part two. But the more we fight against the flow of the water and the sand together, almost trying to sink or trying to suck us up or or trying to drown us, we're going to realize something. We're fighting against ourselves and some sometimes we fight against ourselves, and when I was going through the beginning processes of being evicted, I try to rationalize everything. I say, God, what's going on? What? Did I do something wrong? <laughs> I'm doing this. I'm doing this. I'm doing everything you told me to do. I'm I, I want I'm, I'm okay. I'm in your face. I'm doing this. I'm praying at five, five o'clock, what? I'm fasting. Why this had to happen? And I think once I took the rationalization out and I took out the I the idea of me knowing the reason why or just the the cause of it. I struggle less. I began to go with the flow of God. I began to go with the flow of the Holy Spirit or the universe. I began to go with the flow of whatever was happening. And I and I had to accept it. So acceptance is a big part of the struggle. You have to say, like, I'm struggling right now. And what's, what's crazy is I'm here promoting a book. I'm sitting here promoting podcasts. I'm here in school. My daughter's doing well in class. Life is well. Yeah, yeah. when life is well and something happens and, and hits you and, and it's almost like a sudden ac- car accident, it changes you in ways. You're like, okay. But the moment you expect it, I mean, well, the moment you accept it, like, okay, I'm right now I'm going through a storm. Right now I'm struggling. And it's okay because I'm big on I am affirmations. But if something is very accurate, you have to you have to speak to your situation. Yes, but if the realism of it is like, hey, right now I'm having some problems. It's okay to say that. That's for, that's the form of you accepting. And so once you accept that, you stop struggling with the idea that that thing is real because it's real. And some of us go through so many real things, worse than my situation we are we are extremely blessed because it could be way worse. We could be homeless out on the street. But I'm saying, I'll just say, we need to stop struggling and just surrender. Surrender means to give up. <laughs> it means to go, throw that little white flag up. Surrender, it means that we Give away the most essential parts of ourselves to God, and a lot of times we don't want to do that, so that's why we're still struggling a lot and even though I'm still going through some things like far as my car now being in the shop, I'm looking for another another one at this point, so it's even though there's problems in front of me, I still choose to accept the situation and accept and to add on to that and to accept that God is able to get me out of this. And that I will do better next time. I know that I am messed up on this, but God, give me a chance to do better on this. We need to accept that we don't have to struggle. But the struggle itself humbles us. It puts us in a place of of realizing that we are not higher than ourselves. It humbles us. It humbles the hell out of me. I'm being extremely humble. Not that I was being prideful like that. Because God and I, we we, we tight, tight. And I make sure I'm extremely humble. But this has humbled me even more, y'all. So... The first way to get out of quicksand or the quick physical quicksand or the quicksands of life is to stop struggling. Accept it. Accept that God is bigger than this. And I know acceptance is hard. You don't want to admit to yourself that you don't have the finances. You may not be where you want to be in life. You're not as peaceful. Your mind is racing. You you don't have as much success in relationships, or at your job, or favor, crazy. Or, you know, and you may feel like you don't have those things because present because the presence of problems. But because there are problems present, don't mean there's no peace. So you have to ask God to give you the wisdom on how to be calm, how to how to be peaceful. And peace is that standard because the scripture speaks. Or, well, or uh, the scripture that says, "When the enemy comes in like a flood, the enemy, uh, the God, um, when the enemy comes in like a flood, God will send, it. God will raise the standard." So, you have to ask God in whatever situation you are in, like, "What standard are you raising right now? What do I need to do? If it's patience, if it's love, like what, spirit like what, do you, what spirit you want me to operate out of right now?" And I think once we do that, we stop struggling, and the less we struggle, you know, the less we sink. The second point is to sit down, to sit down on top of the sand, because a lot of times when you're slipping and falling, you fall. Your back is like your back in in a water. It's like being in a water. It's carrying you, but if you can find a rock or find something to plant yourself, you know that will actually help you get some type of footing. And I don't know about who your footing is or, or, or. what your footing is, but I know my footing is Jesus. So, I mean, I've seen Jesus show up so many times. Like this angel, like I was telling y'all about, they followed me from the apartment. I mean, follow, follow me from the church to the hotel, even to now. That same angel is still here with me. So I'm grateful for this angel. And, and it's like, the thing is, we have to find our footing. We have to find our foundation. We have to find, we have to find the civil lining. And the civil lining is seeing, seeing light in the midst of any dark situation. And that's something God was telling me about it, about this situation, my car. God was like, find a civil lining. You know, and I believe God is going to bless me with a new car. Just like God has blessed us with this space. So as we find our footing. We can stand up on top of the water. I mean, on top of the quicksand. So once you're, now once you have your footing, you're up, you're not, you're not sinking. Then you can get wherever you, where you need to. And some people use uh, like objects. Like I mentioned, like with the rock, with the footing, some people find loose sticks I don't know if you're anything like me, but hell, I would love to have a loose stick somewhere while I'm in the quicksand. And even God gives us ravens. God gives us people in a time of need and in time of struggle. So those ravens are those people that God sent us. Those seasonal people. They they help us find our our footing, and they. They they help us stabilize ourselves. That's why they have transitional homes. And Maifa have different places here. And some people have shelters. And, you know, it's certain things that's there. Whatever, whatever your need may be right now. It's something in place for you to transition. And <clears throat> once once we once you grab whatever you can, you have to. You have to grab something to create more balance. That's, that's the thing with quicksand. You lose your balance. Mind, body, and spirit. And soul as well. You begin to struggle with quicksand. And in the midst of everything that God has brought me through, i struggle struggled with balance. So when I was at the hotel, um, I had to create, something an atmosphere I yeah I I found myself just turning on gospel music like I would have it permeating throughout the hotel and I'll have my speak on loud and I'll put on some Tasha Cobb and some he's able and then I began to uh because see affirmations anything after I am Anything can be affirmations. The Bible is full of affirmations, so I began to speak over myself. I began to listen to encouraging songs. I began to dance. I even even on vegan, I found some cheese piece. I'm like, well, this is the best we can do <laughs> right now in this situation. Got some noodles. Got some got some peanut peanut butter and jelly. And some bread, you know. Uh, we had a whole feast, uh, got some peanut butter, got, you know, I got some, I mean, I got some crackers, we got, and then end up getting some, get, getting some peanuts and, and chips and cake, and we can watch movies, and we had a whole ball, and I, and I made it feel like it was a whole vacation. Jumped in the bed, you know bubble baths, we, <laughs> I promise you, went to Walmart and, and, and got the little food, got got some vegan butter, got some Cheerios and milk. Thank goodness I had, I just got paid, was able to buy some food. Y'all, when I tell y'all we ate good, we had a ball and I had to find that balance. I had, and that, 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 that for me was music. Music became that, uh, became, it, 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 it was like my oxygen because I was losing my breath. I was like, I don't know, losing my head. My ex-husband got to pick the girls up from my hotel. <laughs> I felt embarrassed. I felt humiliated. And sometimes when we ask God to use us, God won't use us for the. The, lav- the lavish things and the positions and everything out in front. But sometimes God uses us to humiliate us. God uses us as a form of embarrassment. So he'd come back and bounce back and get all the glory. You know what? No one else. And I was so embarrassed. I'm like, God, how can you, how can you leave me there? And now I have nothing. God was like, you have something. You have hope have people that support you have love and I struggle in my mind and sometimes i walk the floor two or three in the morning at the hotel then, when I, then once we got our cousin house it felt like an oasis it felt like an oasis at a hotel role. okay he was the crazy guy but my cousin's house baby Netflix it was a whole stove. if you understand you don't know what you have until you don't have it it was a whole stove, a whole kitchen, y'all. A washer it had to go, had to go dry it at the dryers. But hey, at least we had clean clothes. I had to wring clothes out and hang it on the hook. You know, because I'm not, I'm not gonna no Don't dryer every day or every other day. Now I'm like, no. And, and, and children use clothes just like, just like they, just like oxygen. You know, so. Went from having to wring my clothes out in the sink, dry it out, to to having a washer dryer, to having a washer, and then going to the dryer. When I tell you, God would put you in a place of balance, y'all. And look, once you get whatever you need to get, like a stick or a rock, whatever you need to do, put the stick behind you. And that's where you can pull up or just find your balance, y'all. I got, that ain't got too good. Grab whatever you can. And the more balance you have, you have to, then, y'all, if you ever in a real, real one, I believe this will help, okay, because I did a lot of reason. You have to roll over and pull yourself out. It may seem impossible, but you can do it. Just like, just like I had to do it In my physical life. Now, if you, now I'm not the best swimmer at this point in time. I'm looking to become a better swimmer, okay? But you have to move your legs around in circles. You know, you have to liquefy the sand. Okay? Once you you liquefy the sand and all the particles of the sand, it's almost like swimming. Like, you're, you're then able to Keep on going. That's like, and keep swimming. If you're drowning, keep moving your legs because your legs are going to move the water around so, you, so your body won't fall into the water. Even if you fall into the water, your legs will, will keep you more balanced. And even with our legs, our legs can act as the sticks in the water because if, I, if our legs are in a more stable place, see God knew what he was doing when he gave us legs. Because if we're ever in a situation, our legs <clears throat> and our feet get us out of some places, okay? Now, people that's not born with them or have, may have deficiencies, I pray, <clears throat> and I ask God for more strength for them. Because if if you're ever in quicksand and you don't have legs, you may not have be able to have that same level of stability. You may have to do, do uh, go do something else, okay? but the whole, that was the last, that was the last point. It's three points. But the thing is, if you're ever in a quicksand situation, you have to stop struggling. Because the more you struggle, the more you're going to sink. The second point is to sit down, to sit, to sit down on top of the quicksand. That means you have to then you have to find some type of balance. And that's where the last step is. Get whatever you can, a stick, whatever, and put it behind your body and roll over. And then you'll be able to pull yourself out to create, I mean, excuse me, you have to grab grab something, get your balance first, roll over and pull yourself out. And see, we find out how strong we really are in quicksand situations. Like, with this situation, I'm in a very graceful, grateful place because I can, I understand anything. I've been in places, I've been, I've been in situations where, you know, I was close to being convicted by, but what I wasn't, but this time God has really helped me see him in all this. And so if you need an angel, if you need. Someone, if you're in a quicksand situation, you know someone or even if you may come, uh, come, you may end up being a quicksand situation. God may lead you to this particular segment. I want to remind you that you're not alone. That if you have nothing else, never lose hope. Because quicksand, it can kill you. Or it can make you stronger. You have to decide that. But I hope that that this testimony that God has given me and this new car that's coming. <laughs> that's what he's thinking right now. This new car, <laughs> everything new, 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 tripping, right? <laughs> so that's my, that's, that's my information. Everything new, new, new. All right, God, you want to get rid of old car? Go ahead. You know, I'm not gonna worry about it. But all I'm saying is you have to get God glory and everything because God is awesome, y'all. So if you're going through a quicksand situation, I want to pray for you. Okay. And God, like God I can't give a message that I really haven't been through. Now, I maybe haven't ever physically been through quicksand, like, like, like being stuck in quicksand. But I've been in some situations, especially this one. And within two weeks, we are in a steady place. Before it gets cold, look at God. And I'm I'm going to tell y'all this for a prayer. I have a fish. His name... Well, the girls know we have a fish. His name is uh, King. And King, uh, he... Like, th- even with the eviction, y'all, I'm going to tell y'all, and God, God he have a message in it. Do you know those people who evicted me, they put the fish tank in a chair? Dude, I mean, guess this real quick. Because in Second Corinthians 9-8, you no. Know, God can give us grace that abounds in everything at all times. Okay. So God gave, God gave our fish king grace and favor because throughout this whole transition, this fish never died. This fish had more food than a human would. Okay. This fish can eat. His waterman changed. I've had to use water bottles. You understand? You understand? And guess what? He's still swimming. He up here just chilling. He in a car packed full of stuff but still chilling. And if God can can grant grace and favor over fish, the birds of the air, what you worried about? It's a fish, y'all. This fish has been in bags and in a tank. He eating good. Okay. He's eating well. He's eat- the fish is eating better than us. You understand? Cause I, you know, I had, I had to go get some fish food. I ain't want to die. But if God can, God can provide for a fish. Y'all catch this thing. God can do that thing for you. So what miracle do you need God to do right now? What thing, what change, what thing do you need God to work on your behalf right now? This is a scripture I hand out and this is believe wherever you are, even if it's not for you, if it's for somebody else, just just believe this thing right now. God, right now, we invite your holy presence. May your angels come in and 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 encamp around us right now, God. Thank you for this segment, God. May your word come forth right now, God. We just thank you. We love you, God. Right now, God, we ask that you come and perform a miracle right now for so many people. God, you did it for me, God. And you're doing it right now, God. So I ask that you intercede. That whatever needs whatever needs anyone that's listening to have, that you supply. God, you are the author and finish our faith. God, we just thank you right now, God. You know, it said, be still, know, know that I am the Lord, God. Thank you for being, thank you for helping us be still, God. Heal our hearts, heal our family. God, heal our bloodlines, heal our minds. Renew our minds today, God. Send encouragement, send angels, send people to remind them of you today. They need money, God. Have somebody that's dropping in their hand, God. If they need, uh, they have a car issues. God, have have someone to help them. God, get this, this send a mechanic that way. I don't. If they stranded on side of the road, they at a gas station. They need some gas. Just give them, give them five dollars, God. Whatever they need, they don't need any physical thing. God, give them what they need spiritually, emotionally, mentally. God, we just thank you. We just thank you right now, God. In Jesus' name, man, let's know that God is here, y'all. Y'all have to trust God in the midst of all this. And if you never got anything else from this segment, just know that it was necessary. Everything you've been through, it was necessary. You didn't go through it for somebody. You didn't go through it for you. You wouldn't do it for somebody else, cause somebody else had to see God work and move. God use you. God use your cousin. God use whoever you use to show I can do this. I'm more than any problem you have. So on today, I just really want to love on you, encourage you, and let you know that it's going to be all right. Anyways, you be good. I love y'all. And just do a mental check every day in with yourself. Have hope. Have faith. Never stop praying. I love y'all and remember out of heart flows, issues, life, she's heart.